We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 38 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. Planning for a Pandemic. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Kendra. And we are preparing for the end of the world over here. No. No? No. No, no we're not. Are we, are we planning for the pandemic? Yes. They said that on the news. They didn't say end of world. <laughs> no, I suppose that's... I suppose that fair. You know, it kind of feels that way sometimes over here. The news... Over here. Here in Washington. There we go. Yeah. The... I mean, it's not Italy which is going through some major stuff right now. It's not uh, it's not China where they uh, quarantined 700 million people or something like that. That's too many. It, it's seven, it's <laughs> 700, 700 million? In China? Yeah. I don't know. I'm only paying attention to what they're telling me to do. Well, we're in I'm Washington. I'm not in China. That's, that's true. That's true. We are in Washington State, as we've said a few times. We happen to be the state that got the outbreak first. We are. We're the lucky ones. (laughs) And I think most of us have just gotten done recovering from the flu. I know. We have our own pandemic. (laughs) So. Number four has been hit this week. Yeah. So, so far, so far we've, we've burned through Morgan, who was the first one to go down and the first one to recover. Morgan is Wuhan. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And then you, are you Italy? Sure. All right. That's cute. I'm Rome. Oh, Rome has fallen. Actually, I would like to think that I'm from Milan. Oh, but why? Don't they make the clothes? Like the Mulan, the Milan, uh, oh, Mulan, <laughs> not the Milan Mulan. fashion, the, the, the Mulan. fashion show. Isn't that the fashion show, please? I think so. So I choose that. Well, congratulations, <laughs> you're in lockdown. Um, then Charlie got sick, and pretty much with each of us, I'm so cough. I'm still anyway. Um, when one person is like on like day four or five, the next person's got it. Right. So Morgan was just about in the clear, and I got it. Yep. And then I'm just about feeling better, and Charlie got it. And then Charlie went back to school today, and Hayden's been home. Hayden's not nearly as sick, actually. No, but the thermometer says she can't go to school. Right. She's got a fever. And this entire time, and this is how I know that it's mostly in my head. Is oh, because you think you're sick? No, you can't get sick till Hayden's on like day four or five. <laughs> right, right. But I have felt like I might be getting sick since Morgan got sick. I know. And it's very unlikely. Honey, it's okay. Just say, I have husband flu. <laughs> husband flu is the kind where when anyone says I'm sick, husband says, oh yeah, uh, I think I feel it in my throat. But I haven't done that. <laughs> I haven't done that. No, but you do feel the symptoms as people describe them. A little bit. A little bit. But you're fine. I you know I'm what fine. has you? Hmm. Daylight savings has you. You know, I think that's probably it the most. Daylight savings sucks. It, it does. And I it's, don't it, understand. It happens around flu season too, which is Wh- awful. Like, why are we still doing it? This is like ancient, some weird like practice. And I read that it was because Germany did it. So we thought we should do it. But then I think Germany stopped doing it, but we still do it. Stupid. Huh. Why did Germany start doing it? I don't it? know. When I was a kid, they used to say it was for the farmers. So I looked that up recently, and it's not for farming. Right. No, it's just, it's just, just to make things awful. Like, I almost could move to Arizona to just avoid daylight savings. Oh, yeah. If you guys didn't know that, Arizona is the one state in the United States that does not, they, uh, they don't, ce- I want to say celebrate, but nobody's <laughs> no, celebrating no it. Celebrate. Everyone's but, sleeping and drinking coffee ugh. because they took an hour of my life away. And I feel like the guy on Princess Bride where they suck a year of his life away, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids just put that on recently I know. to watch it. And I actually told them that's how I feel with daylight savings. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
someone sucked a year of my life away. Uh, yeah, today is... So today is... I don't, I don't know. know what day it is. Is today Tuesday? Yes. Uh, I'm, I've lost all sense of everything. I've lost more sense of everything. I didn't even know you podcasted without me. <laughs> <laughs> I found that out today. <laughs> she didn't know that I recorded an episode last week. Uh, and she doesn't listen to them, so no. uh, I don't know if she'll ever know what was on there. I try to listen to podcasts, but what happens is they get interrupted, and so then I'm more frustrated. I don't know what happened. What do you mean they get interrupted? You can hit pause. No, like, okay, if say I'm in the car, I Mm -hmm. start a podcast. Right. I get to my destination, and then maybe I don't finish it. Uh, So you can't just pick up where you left off very easily? I want to finish what I'm listening to. You you can. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can just keep listening. I suppose. But you you also like having music in the car and having different things going on. Or by the time I pick up the kids, I'm listening to their stories. Yeah. They're funny stories of teachers buying paper towels because the toilet paper is gone. Yeah, that's the weirdest. That's my favorite from today. That's the weirdest thing. <laughs> Apparently, no. there's no toilet paper left. Yeah. So there's, I mean, this is going to be Joke's like... on them. We bought toilet paper last month. <laughs> <laughs> So as far as what we've been doing uh, for this pandemic. It's not a pandemic yet. You can't say that. Well. It's not technically been calling that. You know that, that the, the the World Health Organization has a very who? strict. Yes. The who. Uh, I was making a joke. That, that's what we call them, though. I know. But it, it's, you know, who's on first. Knock, knock. <laughs> not knock, knock. <laughs> So they all miss me, by the way, since you did this without me, because <laughs> right, you're the funny one. Um, no, the the World Health Organization previously had a definition of a pandemic that would have included this. They have changed the definition to not include it. So I don't know. Everyone else is calling it a pandemic. I know that I was starting to feel sick when you started to hoard food. Did I hoard food? Yes. Did I really hoard food? And you should never get food without me. Did I did I get food that you don't enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, we're going to die of spam and refried beans. That's what we're going to die of. Yes. And toilet paper. I actually didn't get a ton of toilet paper. I think I know. we've got we five still, people. We should still be using it sparingly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not never exactly now that we can't buy anymore. So we have paper towels. We we could get paper towels. <laughs> terrible i've got a bunch of the extra absorbent like uh shop grade paper towels like the blue stuff um you can use so, that so i'll use <laughs> right that's what i'm saying i'll let you um no it is i i think of i'm charmin clean yeah that's a that's a fun commercial um it makes you think of my nephew so back in december and i think i mentioned this last week when i started reading about what was going on in china I I don't even know what you talked about. So we could be recapping. I have no idea. No, no, I know. I know. I did start to buy some things that I knew it would be handy to keep in stock, not because I was afraid of the actual pandemic. I was more afraid of people panicking. And buying all the toilet paper. And buying all the toilet paper. So there's a part of me that wonders. You thought they were going to buy all the spam too? No, 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 no. Listen, there's a part of me that really wonders, are there people actually panicking and buying things in a panic? Or are there a lot of people like me that are telling themselves, I'm concerned about other people panicking (laughs) and buying all the things, and so I'd better hurry up and buy the things? I think when you see everybody buying something, you buy it. Not you, people. Yeah. So you see everybody buying toilet paper, so you're like, oh shoot, I better buy toilet paper. Yeah, and I, the media's hyped that up a bit. I guess to that effect, I was when buying things. When they show things, it on TV, no, right, right. That the that the shelves are empty, and you might have to, I don't know, resort to your hand. Then no, three yes. clams, three seashells. I don't even know what the you're talking about. <laughs> There's got to be some listeners that know what I'm talking well, about. Well, I don't, <laughs> except that, I mean that people saying like now don't use your left hand because we're going to be like one of those countries and that's what you're using not me i bought toilet paper (laughs) anyhow anyway i was was sick when i woke up and my kids are saying it was so embarrassing (laughs) 
Dad bought so much spam. Dad bought 49 cans of beans. I certainly didn't buy 49. It I was, don't know. It was that's... an even number because it was, it was like, <laughs> like. Oh, I'm sorry. Was there also a sale? Like yes, yes, there was. There was a sale on refried a beans. Cheap pandemic hoarder. Well, yeah, that's efficient. And then it's not even the beans that any of us enjoy. You bought the wrong beans. No. Yes, remember? No. I told you you bought the wrong beans. You like the organic stuff. I and like my the stuff thought that was, does not have lard in it. My <laughs> thought was if this became a situation where this is all we had to eat, then it's you we're not gonna care that it's no. not organic. You should tell everybody what you told your mom we're gonna end up having to eat. Huh? The spam that fell in the ocean. <laughs> So while I was loading the uh, the many 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 cans of spam, I don't from even the... eat spam. <laughs> I, I do. Um, from the cart into the boathouse, one of the packages, uh, the little cardboard packages that ho- holds like two or three cans of spam at once, uh, popped or popped open, and a can, one can, fell into the water between the boathouse and the dock, and I I watched it sink to the bottom and. Then jokingly, I said to myself, if we do run out of food and we're in a very dire situation, I could get my diving gear on and swim down to the and bottom the five of and us find that can of spam. And we'll the five share of us one can, can, can of spam. <laughs> but here's the thing. I woke uh, up and didn't really know what I missed. And That, that flu really did knock you out. I mean, well, you were yeah. off your feet it's for a full flu. week. It's the flu. Yeah. Well, the flu is the flu. The, the coronavirus is not the flu. Okay, well, I had the flu. Yes. And how we know is I went to the doctor and they shoved the Q-tip up my nose and got it into my brain. I was, I was. And I about punched the nurse in the face. I felt it. I mean, I watched (laughs) her shove that thing up there and I thought, holy smokes. I seriously wanted to hit her, kick her, bite her. It was the meanest (laughs) thing that's ever happened. And I want to look and be like, the flu is not in my brain. (laughs) I mean, maybe. Uh. It really hurt. Well, influenza B. Yeah, because I think I already had like you know another flu ten years ago. Yeah, you you don't stay immune for all that time though. I mean, you could have gotten influenza A again. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, you should be like a one time you did it. Good job. Here's your sticker. Move on. Never have to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nope. Not quite that way. Well, it's been almost ten years. Yeah. Since I had the flu. Um. Anyway, I woke up. And didn't know exactly how much you bought. I mean, the girls kind of told me. And I thought I had my own thinking of, oh, maybe I'll grab a few things at extra at the grocery store. So I bought a few things. And we unloaded. And then I remember thinking, I don't, I don't know where any of these groceries are. So I bought more stuff. And we're just going to put it out there. We bought so many feminine products. We bought feminine products for like, I don't know, I would say six months, but we have four girls on this boat, so I don't know. So like one month. (laughs) (laughs) Funny thing is, we actually ran out and had to go make our trip number two. (laughs) Anyway, I remember thinking, where's all this stuff going? I don't know where it is. So I asked you, I'm like, I thought we were stocking up. You've been hiding it. <laughs> well, I, I have not actually been hiding it from anybody. I've been putting it just so out of the way. So I kept buying it. <laughs> and then I was just like, where is all this food going? And now when I open cupboards and stuff, I'm like, holy smokes, there's so much food. <laughs> <laughs> so what I do know, and this, you and I didn't really talk about this. I didn't actually go out and start looking for... Uh, things that I wanted to keep on hand until they quarantined in China. Because I thought, okay, that is something that can happen. That's what a government can do. That happened before I got the flu. Yeah, no, no. But that's when I started thinking about it. That's when I started thinking, this is, I mean, for it to be just... I thought I should start gardening. In like six months, we'll have some lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Your little garden up top is, is very cute. It'll just take a while. Oh, I need to bring the uh, the basil back in or it's going to freeze tonight. Yeah. We're treating our, what do you call that, fly bridge? Like a greenhouse. Yep. Which is great. It's cute. <laughs> it's not going to 
It's not going to help us survive. It's not even going to feed five people. No, it's, it's... going to give us one salad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I can boy. say I made that salad. That's true. That one salad. <laughs> Do you miss gardening when we used to live on land? You know, I always start a garden. I'm not good at finishing a garden. What does finishing a garden involve? Like harvesting it and weeding it and checking on it. Hmm. I'm always good at starting them. So you like to play in the clean dirt and once it gets a like little... Like make it all clean, plant all the new things and and then walk away. Hmm. <laughs> I can't remember really bringing in a lot of harvest. Can you? Yeah, well... What what would actually happen when the kids were young is they would just go out and munch on things as they saw them growing. Like our kids like broccoli yeah, because they, they would were... just go out there and eat heads of broccoli right out of the dirt. I was going to say snap peas. They did that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like I would do tomatoes and then the giant spiders that end up in your tomato plants would scare me so bad. I'd be like, fine, you can have the tomatoes. It's not worth it. See you later. <laughs> have a happy life. Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> So anyhow, uh, back to uh, stocking up. So knowing that there was a quarantine in China, it made me think, okay, that could happen anywhere. And then knowing that Italy got quarantined, uh, locked down. Yes. So yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's that that's sort of a backwards justification for me having stocked up on food. The China doing it first was my okay. This is interesting. This could happen. So I stocked up on some food. Knowing that Italy now did it reinforces the fact that, okay, this is something that could happen anywhere. Hmm. Um, And then when the United States got hit with Seattle or Kirkland area being the first place with with some fatalities, I thought, okay, this is a bit closer to home. So I'm actually constantly thinking, I wonder if I should get some more stuff. I don't think I need to get more things. I can't imagine the quarantine lasting longer than a month. Like if there was a lockdown in the city – uh, I think we have enough food for a month. I think we might be um, hungry when the month was over. Mostly just because all you have is beans and spam. <laughs> <laughs> and rice. <laughs> and ramen. We've got okay. so much ramen. <laughs> I will be starving. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of you might be fine. Hmm. I will be hungry. Yeah. So I feel like knowing that something could be coming... And we won't be able to go to the grocery store every day. I feel like the last few days I've been cooking a ton. And whatever I can that I know is fresh or going to the grocery store. I made a huge meatloaf tonight. That was the first time I've cooked something like that even on the boat at all. Yeah. Um, turns it was out very I, delicious. Turns out I can do that. Yeah. Um, so are you cooking with a thought that you won't be able to have anything good? Yes. <laughs> Like, I'm going to go get some good beef for meatloaf tonight because I'm going to be eating Spam. And that's not true. He was very sweet and thought, oh, salmon in a can. I'll get that for Kendra. And so, what, like 50 cans of salmon? I don't like salmon that much. <laughs> like puking up salmon. We don't have enough crackers and chips to put the salmon on, so it'll just be like I don't even know what to salmon. do with cans of salmon. I'm, I'm sure we could figure something out. Huh. <laughs> like we will run out of dairy and all these other things. And so we'll just be eating salmon. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least it's healthier than spam. So there's a part of me that wonders if if the Olympia area were to be on lockdown. They're going to come for your spam. No, 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 no. Oh, someone's would, coming for your I spam. I wonder how many boaters, who, I mean, as far as people that live on their boat, would just take their boat boats out and go fishing and just like keep you doing things. You think people things. are that resourceful? I think there are people that like fishing. I and I think that people that live on their boats tend to be more resourceful than people that don't. Kind of have to be, right? What, what about people with land who have a garden? Or could kill a wild pig? The, okay. Or a deer. <laughs> Because of all the wild pigs running around in Olympia. What, what, what are you talking about? I don't know. Let those people think about it for themselves. I'm not trying to feed them. We could put spam on a stick. <laughs> no, what are we trying to catch? No. Oh, I didn't think about that. I was thinking more like, here, people, spam on a stick. <laughs> oh, what? I don't know. Don't catch a fish. Let's give you our spam. 
We could give away spam. I'll let you give away the spam. <laughs> oh, man. Do you so, think that people know how much I don't like spam now? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was not born in Hawaii, and I was born in Montana. I don't even think I knew what spam was till I was old. Oh, I know. When I was in high school, I had a youth group. We made up a song making fun of spam, but I'd never even tasted it, so I didn't really know what we were making fun of. Mm. I don't think I tasted spam until last year. When I bought some and cooked yeah. it up. And you're like, try this. It's interesting. It's like a saltier hot dog. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. That can't be healthy. So again You're not thinking about health. I know. Again, in the event that we are locked down and aren't supposed uh-huh. to leave our areas and we can't roam around the streets and to the stores to buy things, just it's emergency food. That's all. Yeah, emergency to the hospital because your arteries are clogged. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. I'm actually not. It, it's kind of weird because- Do you like spam? I mean, I've never even seen you buy so much spam. Well, you've never seen me buy so much anything, I suppose. That's true. So- We should all say Josh doesn't buy the groceries in our house. Um, No, I wouldn't say that I enjoy spam particularly. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> is happening i think we're just gonna drop it in the water (laughs) no um from the the (laughs) this this makes me sound like a crazy person just Um, a little bit spam is very calorie dense so again just going to the emergency food side of things flip your arteries into no it really isn't i don't know it can't be good for you it's hot dogs aren't good for you it's also not a hot dog it is spam is it full of nitrates um, probably. Well, nitrates will kill you faster than the coronavirus. <laughs> so Kendra and I don't fully agree with one another on the uh, on the measures we should take to protect ourselves. I think that I should protect myself from other crazies like you <laughs> oh out <gosh>. there. <laughs> that there's more <sighs> than you, but I don't. No, I don't necessarily feel compelled to save myself from a virus i just had the flu and i knocked it out cold it did knock you out cold actually i won (laughs) you are still here so Uh yes i suppose in the end i beat it and i won (laughs) welcome back kendra so considering i just had the flu and it was a doozy i think it had my body i'm trying to explain it the most aches i've ever had it was a pretty bad flu. And I was a really sickly child. <laughs> uh, I was sick and had a lot of things well into my 20s. I think my 30s have been my, my best. Uh, I've not been very sick in my 30s, but I was a sick kid and I was sick when our kids were little. What kind of things did you have when you were young? Um, I had chronic strep. That's fun. So... That's one of the, one of the things. Okay. In first grade, I got knocked out with slap face, then chicken pox, then mono, all within six months. I had never heard of slap face until we had children. <laughs> it's, it's the stupid. silliest sounding it's so dumb. virus. And the fever in your cheeks are red. Well, your feet you have a fever. Of course, your cheeks are red. <laughs> well, they're they're extra red. I, I know they're like super red, like someone slapped you. Right. Hence the name. Yeah, there was a girl I went to school with, and she was kind of sick, and every time she got something, I got it. So then my mom was kind of afraid my immune system took a hit that year. Um, I was in first grade. Mono knocked me out. It took me like two months to recover. Huh. I remember I would just get so tired. Like, the world felt like it was just fading. I couldn't even stand. Wow. It was, I remember feeling like somebody must have done something because I, I remember my cousin would come over and I couldn't even focus on his face and he'd be talking to me and I'd be thinking, I can't even see you. <laughs> wow. I've, I've never had mono as far as I know. I, and I, the way you're describing it, I feel like if I did, I would definitely know. Yeah. I just felt like I just wanted to sleep huh. and I would be mad if someone tried to wake me up. I just wanted to sleep. Hmm. Well, and it. It makes you sick in the beginning. 
I thought I had strep. I told my mom because I would get strep. Right. And it was mono. And then like grades fourth to sixth grade or something like that, I got chronic strep. So much so that our neighbor who was a nurse, my mom would just say, oh, Kendra's throat hurts. And instead of getting like the prescription to just take the medicine for two weeks or whatever, they would just give me a shot in the butt. Oh. Which really hurt. Hmm. Why Why do they do that instead of having you take the pill or the liquid or whatever? I don't know. I was in like fourth grade. <laughs> hmm. All I know is I got a shot in the butt and it hurt. I wonder if they did that. It's one it of those like, parenting tricks to make you not, no, not complain no, about it. No, I had one of those. That's a different story <laughs> where I'm going to go there. That was a different one. Anyway. <laughs> but... Um, the shot was like a super strong dose of, you know. An antibiotic. Yeah. Yeah. They talked about taking my tonsils, but the doctor said my tonsils were really healthy. Hmm. So my brother lost his, but I got to keep mine. I never, I don't know. You, I mean, you said you were kind of a sickly kid. I don't remember being particularly sickly, but my mom tells me that when I was very young, I, I actually got pneumonia several times, hmm. which... But you don't remember it. No, not really. Um, I mean, now as an adult, I know that pneumonia is very bad. I mean, it can be. It, it can be fatal because it's, you know, it's your it's your breathing apparatus. It's your lungs <laughs> yes, being know. filled up with water. <laughs> um, but I think that by the time I was 10 or 11, I'd had pneumonia three times already. Like once as a baby, once mm. either at four or seven. And, um, and so I'd always thought that I was going to be very susceptible to this all the time. And in fact... I think in the sixth grade when I was going to pick an instrument to play, because that's just kind of a thing you do when you're, you're, before you enter middle school, I wanted to play the, either the trumpet or the saxophone. And somehow, I don't know if my mom didn't want me to, and she wanted me to play the violin instead, uh, which I guess... She what are you going to say that, that you? They're going to say you have weak lungs to play. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, she, and I don't know if it's the doctor no. that said that or if my mom just concluded that. But it it came down to Josh. You don't have good lungs, and so you can't play a wind instrument. And I was, I mean, I was in the sixth grade. I didn't know any better. I didn't argue, uh, but I was really bummed out about it. I had bad lungs. I played the flute. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm super not musical, so I'm sure you can guess how that went. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with your <laughs> with your lungs. <laughs> no, and then by the time I outgrew um, the strep throat phase, uh, I started feeling like I couldn't breathe when we would go hiking or in PE. And some of my family said it was because I needed to work out more. And I would get left behind on several occasions. We do a huge family, like cousins, aunts, uncles. They love to go find trails in the mountains. And they just leave me. Because <laughs> you couldn't keep up because you couldn't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, I had one PE teacher tell my parents like she thought it was sports asthma. Um, but I didn't get asthma diagnosed until we were married. Right. But right. right before we got married, craziest thing, it was so bad that I lived on cough syrup. And it would usually hit me in the middle of the night. It was like right before we got married. And I'd wake up and I couldn't breathe and I'd be coughing and coughing. And my sister was so used to it. She'd literally sit up, pour me a cup of cough syrup. A cup? Not a cup. A cu- <laughs> wow. Not a cup. A cap. There a little go. cap full. <laughs> And she got so used to just doing it pretty much in her sleep. So it's not probably the healthiest thing for someone to live on cough syrup <laughs> every night. Right, right. So shortly after we got married, you got me my first inhaler. And I started to be able to kind of get it under control. But not really. We didn't have really good health in- Well, we didn't have any health insurance when we first got married. Right. And then I had my first really bad asthma attack when Hayden was nine months old. So you were not there. That was sad. Right. 
I went back. We were living in Washington. I went back to California for Kelsey's graduation. Your sister. Yeah. And woke up in the middle of the night and I just needed, I thought, okay, I need my inhaler. And so I puffed on it and it didn't work. And I went through the entire inhaler in like an hour. Like I just kept trying it and it wasn't relaxing or whatever it was supposed to do. And my cousin was in town and his wife had an inhaler. So they brought it over and I went through her inhaler. Jeez. And I think I might've called you, but I don't remember. I remember just starting to panic. I had my mom call 911. They told me to stick my head in the freezer. Uh, an ambulance did eventually come. By the time they came, my lips were blue. And I think my O2 stats were like 84% or 82% or something like that. That's really bad. Yeah, and my lips were yeah. blue. And I remember looking at Hayden as I was, you know, the ambulance is going to take me away. And I looked at Hayden and I actually thought this is like the last time she and I are going to see each other. I thought I was dying. I didn't mm. think I was going to come back from that. Went to the hospital, and before they even asked me if I was nursing, they filled me full of, I forget what that drug is. The, is it, it's. Forget which one it is. It starts with a P, right? It's the heavy steroid. Prednisone? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. All I know is all of our babies never took a bottle. <laughs> We were not fortunate to get them to ever take a bottle. I had no choice but to nurse her. And I told that to the nurse. I was like, you should have asked me. Like, my kid has never taken a bottle. She's not good at it. Right, right. <laughs> um, all three kids never did. Anyway, I'm saying this as a, this is a little bit why my husband is not crazy. You're not crazy. <laughs> Just concerned. I have been really good for the last 15 years. I haven't had... I've been hospitalized twice. That time and then about two years after that, I got hospitalized. For mm-hmm. asthma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then... That was like 2006, I think, is the last time I was hospitalized. Well, for that. You got hospitalized for the last time you had the flu. No. Well, not really hospitalized. I got pneumonia, but... It was back when N1... H1N1. Yeah. And so the beds were all full. There right. was no room for me. So they t- they put an IV port in my arm and let me stay for like two hours and then sent me home and had me come back every day for like three or four days. And I would have to just wait for a bed to clear in the emergency room just long enough for them to put whatever in my port and then send me back. Right. <laughs> it was it was crazy. And because we had small kids, you couldn't come in with me. Right. Um so yes, that's another reason that you're right. Crazy. So again, the the, the two <laughs> things and I think I don't remember if I mentioned this last week, but the the whole thing about this about the coronavirus, one is I am I am very very conscious of your immune system and your the way you respond to respiratory illnesses. But also you need to know, I am so in tune with my body more than you are with your body. Yeah, that's fair. When, so last week, I think it was last week. <laughs> it might have been the week before. The week before, yeah. Um, I lost some days in there, but I was cleaning a house for the construction company I worked for. And I agreed to clean a house. Anyway, it was about midday and I was kind of mopping the floor and I stood up and I took a breath and I instantly knew I had the flu. I mean, I, I, I hadn't had the flu in 10 years. I knew exactly how it felt, what it was. And so, I mean, it, I went kind of downhill that Friday night pretty, pretty quickly after feeling that. But I told you right away, I was like, I have the flu. Yeah, being in tune with your own body doesn't mean that you're not going to be affected <laughs> by it if something sure, comes but at you. Because of that, and I knew we did, we made the decision to go to urgent care so that I could get Tamiflu, which you can only get if you catch it in like that 72-hour window. Right. And a lot of people don't realize it's the flu, and that's why they don't get Tamiflu. But I could tell instantly by the way it made my lungs feel, Right, I knew what I had. 
So let's let's pretend it was the coronavirus. You instantly <laughs> feel that something's wrong, but there's no treatment available because there's no treatment available for this. Do you want to sound crazy? <laughs> no, I just I think that anyone else in my situation, uh, being married to someone who's slightly respiratory compromised, uh, I think that I like to think that I'm not. You absolutely like to think that you're not. You like to think that you're invincible. <laughs> yes, that was the word I was gonna use. I am. I'm invincible. Except that and you I'm a fighter. You were literally on your butt for. And I've told the girls, week. no, no, this isn't gonna be the thing that kills me. I already know. <laughs> you already know. All I already right. know. It's not the thing that kills me. So, all this to say. <laughs> In addition to me being concerned about Kendra's immune system, the other reason why uh, I wanted to stock up on things is because people get more crazy than me when they're concerned. And so... Oh, I have another funny. (laughs) Okay. Well, it has to do with my lungs. Okay. When we lived... When I was a kid, when we moved to California... um, it's a really long story, but we had to live in Mexico for like, three months. And so when we came back, that's when I decided to not be homeschooled. So if you've listened to that whole episode <laughs> of the homeschool experience, I went back to the school system. And to go back to the school system in California, you need a TB test. Right, for tuberculosis, right. And somehow I got a positive reading. No one else in my family did, but I did supposedly (laughs) and so (laughs) i did the one year pill thing that they give you when you get a positive and had so many chest x-rays and all that and i don't know what that pill does i don't have any idea hopefully it's fine if you've never actually had tuberculosis because then like 10 years later we're married i don't remember what happened I, i got hurt I don't know. I stepped on a nail or something. So I go into urgent care and they're like, oh, you haven't had a tetanus shot in, you know, so many years. So you need one. Okay. Well, the nurse comes in and I thought it was really weird because she asked for my arm in the weirdest way. And I thought, well, that's weird. I thought tetanus shots were up, you know, like near your your shoulder shoulder." or whatever. Yeah. But she's grabbing my forearm and like as she's sticking it under the skin in my I guess it's my forearm, right? Yeah. I'm looking at her thinking, and I said to her, that's a weird spot for a tetanus shot. And she's like, well, it's not a tetanus shot. It's a TB shot. And I was like, what? I'm in here for a tetanus shot. <laughs> then they left me for like a half an hour and I could hear them in the hallway talking about me. Nobody wanted to come in and tell me that they messed up, mm-hmm. especially because I had tb marked on my chart because when you get a tb positive they tell you for the rest of your life you have to check a box and that you should never get tested again because it'll always like react worse right and so i was so freaked out i was so freaked out i thought oh my gosh my whole arm's gonna turn red and fall off because because <laughs> that's what happens <laughs> that's with what TB. Happens. <laughs> so instead they're they said well come back in two days and we'll read it like well what or whatever the time right. frame is i don't know but i came back and they said you you don't have tb i was like well no i do i was diagnosed like 10 years ago as a kid and they were, they said you can't get a negative ever like if you got a positive right. so it means that you never, never had actually with, had yeah. it to begin with which is which is crazy. hilarious. It's yeah. not. It's no, no, because not. it's crazy. Because you having TB, and this is hilarious, <laughs> or or we thinking that you had it, has shaped also how I've how I viewed your I respiratory know. condition, the condition right, of your lungs, that my and lungs all that. Lungs are weaker than everybody else's, but half of it's fake. <laughs> it's not even true. Uh, I don't know what a TB test now is supposed to look like. So you know, anyone out there. I don't know. I suppose we can probably Google that up later. (laughs) Probably. But it did shape for 10 years. I had this like kind of a cloud over me thinking I had TB. Right. Because even when you take that pill, they tell you, oh, we're just kind of keeping it dormant, but you'll live with this forever. I mean, they put a lot of fear into you 
when it comes back positive. So movies. Yes, movies got to me. Every yeah. time a person died of tuberculosis, I was like, nope, nope, not watching that movie because I could die of tuberculosis. Turns out I don't have you don't tuberculosis. You have it, right. <laughs> I w- every time I'd watch Moulin Rouge, which oddly I've watched a thousand times. It's one of his favorite movies. <laughs> I don't know why. Have we even talked about I, that? We, no. should, we could do a whole segment on that. <laughs> just, just on that one movie. Um, no, you know it's, your uh, like for it. It's, uh, yeah, so when we when we were first married, we were watching that movie. At the time, you, as far as we knew, had tuberculosis, and so that was always a hard thing to watch. I mean, I checked that box for 10 years. You yeah. know, when you check into a doctor's office and they give you a put your health history down, Right. I would check TB for like 10 years, <laughs> and I didn't even have it. Uh. And even now when they ask me, I'm, I'm still a little gun shy to go get one. Because if you volunteer in the school system, sometimes they want you to get one. Oh, right, right. I'm still too scared. <laughs> so I'm like, who do you believe? Well. I don't know. What if What if they told me it was negative because they were so scared because I was supposed to get a tetanus shot, which I still had to get, which hurts. <laughs> uh, well, all this to say... The uh, the situation we're in right now is it's not dire. Is surreal <laughs> actually because I okay. I probably spend more time than I need to looking through forums where people are are giving really detailed accounts about what's happening in these other countries. I do. It think has consumed you just a little. It, it has. It has. Um, like all of my the normal energy that I would have towards creative things like writing or drawing or or working on projects has been completely gobbled up by researching. Can you sum this. up how I feel? Have I said it enough? Have I shared enough with you that you could sum up how I feel? Um, you feel like I'm a little crazy. <laughs> That's so <laughs> terrible. When I have said so many other things, you're you're gonna have to fill me in. You could die in a car accident. Then all of this was for what? My whole thing is there is so much as too much worrying. Yeah. Life still goes on. I still have to make sure that none of us have cancer because that's a real thing that we would have to, you know, also address. Well, it's also a real thing. It's not like that's a real thing and the coronavirus isn't a real thing. I guess. But you're so fixated on one thing. You're not looking at all the other things. And to me... Do you want me to be worried about all the things? <laughs> no, I do not want you to. Because just like I said earlier, this is not what's going to kill me. And I'm pretty sure of that. I mean, I think all the time I could be hit by a bus. I could, I mean, fall and slip into the water. And <laughs> I don't know. There's so many things to be worried about. And also having the flu is a reminder that there are other things out there right. that will knock us down, not just this thing. Right. So always having Tylenol and a thermometer and... Spam. No, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I, I think uh. that if I have a terminal illness, spam's not going to help me. Hmm. But All right. That's fair. so my outlook is a little bit different than your outlook i agreed to the food because i'm afraid of the other crazies like you where i think maybe we'll want to hunker down for a few days because things got too crazy out there right but not because i'm afraid of an illness no and to be completely fair every time you and i've talked about it it's I'm I'm really for the most part in the same position you're in. I'm actually not as worried about the virus. I'm more worried about the panic that it puts people into. Except for you are worried that this is the thing that's going to kill me. You in particular, not everyone. No, I know. Correct. Yeah. But I also don't want you to put that on me. I don't want the negativity of hey, this is going to kill you on my head. Sure. I'd rather just live and whatever it is that kills me kills me. So, you know, so be it. I'm hoping it's something cool, like the movie Big Fish. Like, he's got some elaborate, like, death, you know, in his life. And everything he does is just this, like, story. I don't want it to be boring. I want it to be something grand. And I feel like you're putting me into this boring box. (laughs) And I'm not going to die that boring. 
I do like that movie a lot too, actually. <laughs> Big Fish is a fantastic movie. <laughs> so on other topics. Oh, we have other topics. <laughs> well, I have, I have at least one because okay. uh, I did realize that I've been very, very wrong about uh, about something. And I have I've I've sat on such a high horse about this, and I've corrected everyone around me. Uh, but it turns out that I'm the one that's been wrong. I love when you get corrected. So whoever you are that corrected him, thank you. Well, it turns out that uh, this time of year, and this is this is funny. We're completely changing tracks. So like literally, we're done talking about. Uh, Death. Everything that's going on in the world. <laughs> um, this time of year, there's a bunch of beautiful birds that uh, that swim around behind our boat. Those aren't birds. They they are birds. They're ducks. Yes. The, no, hang on, hang on. They are birds. To you. And they're birds to everyone. <laughs> they are they are feathered flying creatures. They are birds. Well, Kendra kept calling them ducks because they're ducks. And I thought, no, those aren't ducks. Everyone knows what a duck is. I went to kindergarten. <laughs> they're ducks. <laughs> and so I would say, no, there's some sort of other waterfowl. There's some other water bird. Uh, they're not ducks. A duck is, and then I would what, name off- What, just a mallard looking one? Is well, that... there's, you know, the wood ducks and I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I don't remember what a mallard specifically is. It turns out I'm not very a good at birds. mallard is the pretty one with the green head. Uh, yes, I think you're right. Oh, what's a wood duck? I know duck? I'm right. I don't know what a wood duck is. <laughs> How much wood would a wood... No, that's the wrong thing. Um, and so, um, Kendra took a picture of one of these, cute what I ducks. assumed was not a duck, <laughs> one of these cute, cute water birds. And what is a water bird? It's, it's, like, say it out loud. Just one more time. Well, be well, like, like, for example, water bird or duck. No, listen, listen. For example, like a robin is not a water based bird. And do you right? see the robin swimming around no, behind our boat? Because no, what... they don't do that because right. they're birds. Hey, Kendra, is a duck a bird? <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you saying a duck isn't a bird? A is duck's that what... a duck. But isn't a duck a bird? A duck is a duck. <laughs> It's a duck. It is a duck is a kind of bird. It what makes on me earth? think of that. Um, oh, that song from uh, Veggie Tales. If it's got a tail, it's not a monkey. Whatever. If it doesn't have a tail. It's a it's monkey. It's not a monkey. It if it does have a tail, it's a. It's an ape. It's an ape. Yeah. But I want to sing that to you, except for I don't remember the words. But see, instead, make it. It's it's a duck. So if it's swimming in the water, it's a duck. Well, as it turns out. <laughs> Uh, one of our, one of our folks on the Instagram account, uh, by the name of Mark Pittman, uh, Mark Pittman Jr. Actually, uh, he responded to Kendra when she said, shout I don't out. know what kind of, yeah, this was a shout out. Uh, what kind of bird is this? Um, and he responded, oh, that's a, a, a hooded merganser. And I thought, ah, oh, cool. I can tell Kendra, see, it's not a duck. It's Why? a, because it's it a didn't hooded say duck? merganser. <laughs> and he responded back very swiftly. No, that is certainly a duck. Thank you, Mark. And so, and so I was like, "Wait, <laughs> wait a minute!" And so I, I googled up duck, and apparently, any water bird that that has webbed feet uh-huh. and and catches fish is a duck. Is a duck. <laughs> I mean, I kept looking out there thinking, "Sure, acting like a duck." But in my head, a <laughs> again, duck I went has to, to kindergarten. <laughs> a duck has to quack. Like that's one of the one of the def- defining features of a duck. So we never heard a sound come out of it. What if it does quack? They make other sounds. What do they make? Like tweet 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 tweet. We hear that when they fly around. What? You've heard it. We're like, oh, listen to that. It sounds so cool. <laughs> not just, quack. I just want to hear you say it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't think that's what they sound like. <laughs> what do they sound like? I don't Kendra? know. Do they quack? I hear a lot of quacking behind our boat. Well, there are also duck ducks. Back <laughs> duck, there. Duck, I don't know what else duck, to duck, call goose. them. There's the whole saying: if it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. And now I'm being introduced to these non-quacking ducks, and it just completely blows my mind. But they swim like a duck. They act like a duck. But they don't quack like oh a duck. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I'm wrong. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, it's just, it's really hard for me to get my head around. Just say it one more time. 
I am wrong. That's nice. All of those birds back there are ducks. (laughs) So then is a seagull a duck? No, it's a seagull. (laughs) (laughs) See... I uh, I don't even know anymore. Like I my mean, whole my whole bird world does it have is ruined. Webbed feet? I've never looked at them. They do have feet. webbed feet. Seagull duck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just knew that the thing I took a picture of, they swim behind our boat just like a duck. That's all I knew. And then you were like, "It's a bird." I'm like, "That's not a bird." Wait, 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 wait. So, no, you have to walk that one So, maybe back. a seagull is a duck because I've never seen a crow. Kendra, you're saying something that is that is really just jarring my brain right now. <laughs> All of those things out there are birds. Uh-huh. But you, you can't say it's a duck. It's not a bird. Every duck is a bird. That's dumb. It's a duck. It's either a bird or it's a duck. No, 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 no. Like an ostrich is a bird. Mark. It, <laughs> a seagull is a bird. A chicken is a bird. A seagull must be a duck. Yeah, based on the definition I read. I mean, it that would make it a duck. Like, and so, therefore, so would a goose. Because a crow is not back there with its all. Well, feet. they don't have webbed feet. Right, and it's right. not swimming like that. But and I a, was basing it on just the swimming. But your your friends, the Canadian geese, which are your favorite birds. Uh huh. Are they ducks? No, they're geese. Duck, duck, goose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I'm glad you're feeling better, honey. I think this show is a lot more fun with both of us on it. And by, by that, I think I might mean I think this, this, this show is more fun with you. Maybe one of these days you, you should have your own episode. I don't think it would be funny. I'd have no one to make fun of. I can't make fun of myself. <laughs> Uh, i need our banter it's good this this is this was a good time i love you i love you all right everybody thanks so much for listening to our show uh make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing both uh in pictures and uh on facebook and on twitter we've got all the links there and uh yeah we'll catch you next week